1: Where you can visit us online at compass-ltd.com. While you're at the website, scroll on down to the radio section of the page. You can check out past shows. You can subscribe to the program on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or two or three other platforms. We're always adding new stuff. Please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting or even to suggest topics for future shows. Now, listen, the holidays are all behind us, Valentine's Day is done. We've got a lot of 2023 left, and this might be a really good time to take a look back at how you spent your money in 2022. All your tax forms have probably arrived. You may be done with your taxes already. want to see where you're Financial strategy currently stands. You wanted to define some financial goals for the rest of 2023. Now, there's an AARP article, The 10 Smartest Money Moves for 23. It has some helpful insights. And like I said, I think we have plenty of year left to take action on some of these for some folks. But before we open the calendar to 2023 to kick off the conversation, I want to I wanna introduce my co-host. When we well, talk about plenty of year left. Talk about a guy who's got plenty of talent left. We're talking about Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today?
0: (laughs) Oh, come on, Matt. Uh, That's a great intro, though. I appreciate appreciate it. I think um, that was good. So, yeah, this is interesting. I mean, obviously, uh, we've already seen some ups and now downs as of today in the market. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what this year is going to bring. I mean, I realize we're already a couple of months in here. But at the same time, uh, a lot of people out there need to make sure they have a solid plan in place, uh, whether it's for this year or the following year or for their retirement. However soon that may be, you've got to have a financial plan in place, right?
1: Yeah. And it's, you know, it's funny you said, you know, downs as of today. And whenever I start to do the show, I always turn off my little widget that shows me what the market's oh, doing. Oh, Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Well, I those just saw something know. about uh,
1: something about there was
0: a sell-off uh, when the markets opened today, but, you know. Well, yeah.
1: yeah, what did we do today? Let's see. Today, it's down, what, two one or 2%? Who yeah. cares? Yeah. It's going uh, to happen. Yep. happen. It's not news.
0: Yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to go up, and it's going to go down. We know this, right? I
1: mean. Yes, yeah, that's not even news. Well, no. It is news for those who are trying to scare you into watching their television show every day. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. But if yeah. you've
1: got a plan in place, you know, you said it was a great uh, intro and I never write those, but I always just try and see what comes blabbering out of my mouth. And they're always fun. Cause I'm always hoping I land on my feet when I'm done with them, but it's easy to compliment you, Tony. Yeah. I got to tell you, it's easy to compliment you because we talk. we're going to take something like the 10 smartest money moves and hopefully we're going to turn it into not just something that's educational, but a little fun along the way. Um, so let's talk, uh, let's, let's start, um, you know, one thing I wanted to say for sure, planning is the most important. I, I, I can't beat this dead horse enough. yeah, um for sure. So even if it's even if just for this year, having a plan for this year, once you get your plan for this year in place, well, then maybe you can get your plan for the next three to five years in place. Once that's done, maybe you take that next step. I suggest having your whole plan put in place cuz it's going to address this year it's going to address those 3 to 5 years it's going to address those 10 20 30 year plans you're going to have so let's start out with that get your planning done but in in light of plans let's go to the article the first thing they want to talk about is ramping up how much you're contributing to your retirement plan now if you've got a good stable job a good cash flow 2023 maybe the year to max out your tax deferrals uh federal limits have surged so you know catch up contributions if you're old, old, 50 and older you can contribute $30,000 to a workplace plan like a 401k or a 403b that's a healthy chunk of change if you have the right cash flow to do it i suggest you know trying to take as much advantage of that we always talk about working towards that maxing out that contribution and what better time to do it when the market's down right so um there you, you go. Do, you do have to have enough income for the strategy because, you know, the money you're going to contribute to those accounts, if you're working it the way it's designed to be, it's going to be tied up for a lot of years. Uh, it, it may be closer if you're 50 and older, but if you're at that point in your career where you're likely making close to your maximum salary and you also happen to live in a high tax state, which it seems like there are just more and more of every year, the potential tax break you may get from maxing out your deferrals could make a real difference.
0: Well, and making sure that you're contributing enough to those retirement accounts without jeopardizing your ability to pay your bills and maintain your lifestyle. That can be a balancing act for a lot of folks. It, it is for a lot of us. And therefore, make sure that balance is correct. And that's another reason to work with somebody like yourself. You want to make sure you're contributing as much as possible to your accounts, to your, um, retirement accounts and investing enough. However, you want to make sure you do have that right balance and you're doing it enough to meet your goals, but not sacrificing in areas where you don't have to. So uh, that's what you help your clients do,
1: correct? Yeah, it shouldn't be putting you behind planning for your future, right? Like, you don't want to take on debt, perhaps, to plan for your future. If your emergency fund's in place, okay, great. If not, maybe you're addressing that first before you're maxing out your 401k uh, if right. you, you want to, everything's going to be part of your spending plan, your savings plan. If we want to use the dirty B word, it's part of your budget. Right. So, um, yeah, I said it, I said the you B said word budget. <laughs> but, that's not, that's uh, not. Listen, it's important to know what our spending and savings plans are going to be. Uh, yeah. And, and again, yeah, you don't want to put yourself behind. I had this discussion with a younger client today because they have a chance now to be in their 401k, but they couldn't fathom taking some of that money from their check and putting it into that. And that was like, well, maybe we need to look more than at your current bills, you know? And yes, you want to have a balance, but if you have an extremely frivolous, uh, you know, expenditures on things that you may not be needing and you're not paying any attention to the future, it's going to be hard to get ahead. Now let's go to the next suggestion from the article. Um, Review your various charitable contributions. That's probably going to be a little bit beyond like the discussion I was having with a younger client today, but, um, you know, charitable contributions, it's one of the most obvious places for tax de- yeah. deductions. A lot of people fail to take full advantage of potential charitable deductions. Uh, many people don't get the full deduction. Well, either because they simply take a standard deduction or because they're making their contributions from an incorrect pool of money. So 80% of Americans use the standard deduction, but there's more options, and some may fit your needs better than others. If you're at least 70 and a half, you can donate as much as $100,000 from an IRA, and that contribution won't count as income. Wow. And furthermore, yeah, donating appreciated assets like stocks may not create an additional deduction, and it may even help you avoid the capital gains taxes you'd be facing if you simply sold the asset off.
0: Oh, so there are some strategies there that can help you financially. That sounds great. And you Mm want to make sure you're minimizing the tax burden at the same time. And I love how you have that knowledge uh, to look at your, you know, your client's overall situation and and our listeners as well. If they want to call you and set up a consultation, uh, I think that's very important. And, you know, uh, it really makes sense. The fact that 80% of Americans rely on the standard deduction, at least uh, according to that article, it's pretty surprising to me because, you know, not that there's anything wrong with the standard deduction, but I thought uh, more people would have worked with their financial professionals or tax professionals to get a strategy that's going to work better for their individual circumstances.
1: Yeah, you you know you want to make sure uh, whenever possible work with a professional that's going to take your whole your whole picture into account. Um, another potentially important item on your 2023 to-do list, uh, especially when it comes to your finances, think about creating a business owner retirement plan if you haven't already. And yes, I'm talking to you, the business owners right now. Um, There's a service core of retired executives. 54% of American small business owners are 50 or older. And a lot of people who are self-employed, they don't even realize they have access to formal retirement plans like traditional or Roth IRAs. Uh, simplified employee pension plans, which are called, you know, more commonly referred to as SEPs. Plans like these, they're potentially beneficial because they can provide a powerful combo of retirement savings and tax savings. Talk to your financial pro. Um, They might be able to present you with even more options than these I'm talking about right now. Also, the article points out that a business owner has an employees. They really want to consider simple Uh, IRAs, SEP IRAs, or 401ks. And you can use them for different things. You can use them to retain employees. You can use them to help your current employees actually someday retire. Um, And you can use them for tax advantages for the business. There's a lot of benefits to having them.
0: Yeah. And it's not hard to see a scenario where somebody who's self-employed or building their own business gets caught up in what they need to do day to day that they might forget about preparing for retirement uh, a lot of times. So it's good to know that these people have potentially solid options and they have options for themselves and their employees if they run a small business. And I know that you help people out with that as well. And they can give you a call if they have questions.
1: I do like, you know, at one point, one of my focuses when I was a bit younger was helping small businesses actually be businesses and not just jobs. Right. Right. Like a lot of people don't realize unless you actually create a business out of the company you own, You really need those retirement plans because it's not going to really have a value except for maybe the equipment you have, maybe a little bit of goodwill, you know, like you, a lot of people, very few people are going to buy a particular like service business from someone that they can start on their own without having to pay you for it. So having the things set up so that you either have a great business that somebody wants to purchase or having an exit strategy is incredibly important. Um, if you want to talk to me, uh, someone in our company, about any of these things, you can give us a call. It's 800-339-9252. Visit the website, compass-ltd.com. Um I do want to kind of push ahead with the article we were talking about. Yeah. Uh, And the next thing they were talking about was a review of your various subscriptions. And we talk about this all the time. And I can't stress it enough. You know, years ago, you probably started with, you know, maybe years ago, you probably had your local paper and maybe one streaming service like Netflix or something. Actually, when you started Netflix, you were probably still getting DVDs in the mail. (laughs) <laughs> right? that's true. But now you've got five digital newspapers. You've got a half dozen magazines. You've got five TV, streaming TV services, Spotify, uh, Pandora ad free account. And, you know, maybe even, you know, something to the gym and somewhere else. Listen, I love good entertainment as much as the next person. All these subscriptions are probably taking a bigger bite out of your wallet than you may realize. Sit down at the table, write down all your subscriptions, write down how much they cost. Then after you kind of stop choking on how much you're spending, <laughs> right? start canceling the ones you know you don't use enough to justify the expense.
0: Yeah, and I, I've been guilty of that. My family is guilty as charged on this one. I mean, we, we had nine subscription services just for TV <laughs> subscriptions at one point. So, And I've mentioned that on the show before, but we canceled some. We weren't using some. Uh, and the great thing about most of these subscription services is you can Um, you can cancel them at any time. There's no contract. So that's always helpful. And uh, a lot of people are getting charged for, you know, maybe you have online newspaper or magazine subscriptions that you're Mm -hmm. not using, or, you know, you subscribe to some kind of newsfeed and you're paying a monthly fee. You know, are you using it? If you're not cancel it. And a lot of people have a lot of monthly, uh, charges hitting their card or hitting their checking account. And they don't even they forget about them.
1: Yeah, and don't forget, like a lot of the news feeds that you traditional, uh, you know, legacy media feeds that you yeah. were reading, they're not really giving to the news anymore. You might want to spend that money on something like a actual journalist, and it's got articles and Substack. Look for I'm just just throwing that out there. Um, lo- really look at what you're spending your money on, the yeah. information you're getting, and perhaps either. Put it to better use, or get rid of the stuff that you're not using. Right, and
0: you can subscribe to this podcast,
1: which is which is the bomb for free. So nothing. This costs you nothing, and it gives you minutes of entertainment. And and
0: and earlier you said you know some people use fear tactics to get people you know talk about the market falling to get people to watch their TV show or listen to their radio show. We don't use fear to get people to listen. We beg.
1: Yeah, begging. Begging it's is what we been use our, typically. It's been our MO since yeah, the beginning. It has. It so, is. Yeah. <laughs> next, all right. So <laughs> next beneficial way to enhance your strategy for 2023. Consider whether you're experiencing what the article refers to as lifestyle creep. So for example, what when you, you were just me? starting out in your career, money was tighter than it is now. You might have relied on generic brands at the grocery or drugstore but as you got older and your career continued growing, maybe you stopped paying attention to the 40 or 50 cent difference between cans of soup. Maybe you stopped clipping coupons, but as many a cook or baker can tell you, there's generally not a noticeable difference between name brand butter and store brand or generic butter. Don't get me wrong. There's going to be people that tell you there's a world of difference, but they're mostly wrong. Um, but get back to basics this year. If you want to find some ways to enhance your strategy, Compare prices when you're shopping. Bookmark coupons on your phone. My wife, I I still look for coupons here and there, like actual coupons. My wife has every coupon is on her phone. She puts her number in. Now, yes, of course, they're tracking her spending habits, but she gets the coupons and she doesn't even have to take the scissors out. I at know the grocery store. It's amazing. Um, you know, consider a Costco or Sam's Club membership so you can buy in bulk. But again, that's another one. Make sure you're actually gonna use the stuff you're getting and you're gonna buy enough to make the membership worth it, right? It doesn't make sense to pay for a membership to say, you know, pay $50 for a membership that's gonna save you $7 for the year. But if you have a family and, or you're you know, you're know, gonna combine with a neighbor or other family members, even if you're a small family, you can do that. Um, you can lead to a good amount of savings. A friend of mine the other day, look at the price of pork and then he just goes and buys a whole pork line and cuts all his pork chops and then vacuum seals them and puts them in the freezer and he paid penny on the dollar for what you pay just to have somebody cut a pork chop and cutting a pork chop. Isn't all that hard. So (laughs) that's true. Yeah. I, you know, there's, it's, I I, I hate to beat it up, but I can't tell you how often you make a small change in your plan and what a big change. If you make 10 small changes, what a massive change it makes over time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's going to be huge. Well, and uh you know, I always go to the store with a list uh that I have that I stick to no matter what mm. because otherwise if I go to the grocery store uh and I'm hungry, oh yeah uh, yeah yeah. You see what I mean? Uh yeah. and uh like Target, I always end up spending a ton of money there. So, if I go with a list and stick to the list no matter what, I I can avoid a lot of unnecessary uh spending.
1: Yeah, I don't love that like online and people go shopping for you idea except that it can if if you're prone to impulse buying yes, it, may it eliminates cut down on that. that for yeah, you. yeah i love going to my neighborhood grocery store and bumping into people yeah me community. too yeah i always you see know? people i know in yeah the I, I love that part of it just makes you feel connected to things right so yeah and i you know i shop differently than a lot of people i don't buy food that comes in a box i buy things that i make into food so I kind of generally get ahead of the ball there anyway. I save money by cooking food from scratch, and it takes more time, so I'm spe- I spend less time doing other things that might cost me more money. Anyway, if you don't love cooking, that's not going to be the place you're going to do that, but that might be the one thing if you do enjoy cooking. Now the next right. thing, Roth conversions. Now this oh. is way different than clipping coupons, right? Uh, yeah,
0: wow, we jumped. <laughs> I We're am jumping the king around of a segway. You are king of the segue. That is true.
1: Yeah, so I didn't have a really good conversion there to this conversation. No. But speaking of conversions, how about Rothcon conversions? Oh! I brought it back around. Oh, my Um, gosh. So... You know, with IRA and 401k balances struggling because of market declines, 2023 may be the year to take the Roth plunge. And yeah. you don't have to do it all at once. It's rarely is it a one-time thing. There's often strategies to do it over time. But, you know, the article explains this may be a particularly wise move for folks who haven't filed for Social Security, who aren't yet subject to required minimum distributions. You know, you'll have to pay income taxes on the money you convert the article explains that from a long-term vantage point, 2023 may be a good time to do a conversion because a lot of asset prices declined in 2022. That's true.
0: And, uh, you know, there's positives and negatives to Roth conversion,
1: depending on who you Mm -hmm. are and what situation you're in. Correct. Yes. So absolutely. I, I, again, these are not one size fits all thing, you know, for everyone, when we're thinking about this, the, one of those big downsides, uh, the largest one could be that your conversion could lead to a large tax bill. I, you, know, you have to make sure you're going to be able to stomach that. And I got to tell you, when you look at these strategies, even though over time it might be the best case scenario for someone, it's hard to get them to understand that paying that bill now is going to come to be the better thing over time because boy, can those tax bills be big. Uh, The other thing is you have to reach 59 and a half and keep your money in your new Roth IRA for at least five years before you get to take the tax-free withdrawals from it. Uh, Like so many financial tools, like I said, it it could be a great move for some people and a wrong move for others. Walk through the benefits, walk through the pitfalls with the financial services pro. Uh, If you've got a CFP on your side and advisor with like a fiduciary capacity, I suggest working with those two people and keeping them in your corner.
0: Yeah, because I mean, overall, a Roth conversion is probably going to seem like the perfect solution you've been waiting for, because the money in there grows tax free. You don't pay taxes on that growth uh, or the principal. None of it is taxed when you pull it out when you need it in retirement. Um, But there are restrictions about Roth contributions and how much you make, if you earn too much, these types of things you can only put so much in. So you mm-hmm. have to look at all the aspects of it, right? Yes,
1: the entire picture. Yes,
0: exactly. So I, I think that's an important thing to note, work with a financial professional
1: before doing that. Absolutely. Um, and one that's going to, well, let's do it this way too, one that isn't pushing another product on you if you don't decide to do the Roth
0: yeah, okay. that's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're exactly. looking at
1: the benefit or the downside of the Roth itself. Now, well, you know, you could do this or you could put it into this and I can do, sell that to you today. Right. Like that's not the person you want to talk to. You want to make it make sure it's it, you know, it's working lockstep with your overall goals. Um, so next thing to the article. Uh, Opening a line of credit is something that may, well, it's something that may work well for some folks in 2023. A line of credit may be particularly beneficial in times of economic volatility. Uh, It may help you if you experience a job loss or a significant unexpected expense. With a line of credit, you may not have to sell an important asset at a reduced price to quickly make ends meet. Uh, And, listen, while maintaining adequate cash reserves may help you through unexpected expenses, financial challenges, not everyone's able to do so. Um, but don't open that line of credit to pay for a lifestyle you wouldn't otherwise be able to afford. Right. There uh, you the, go. Yeah. That's the, the best thing. line of credit. the one that there, if you need it, but that you rarely, if ever tap into, um, don't position things that you can't live without to secure a line of credit. Yeah. Right? There's a lot of things. This is one, well, if you think it's important to talk to your advisor before you make a decision on your, you know, a Roth versus traditional, this is another seriously important one. It can be helpful, but it's not something you want to put your, the, your, all your future at risk for. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And I'm just sharing what's in the article. This is, this is one that's not high on my list. No, it wouldn't be. Yeah. Um, but Again, that's why I'm throwing a caveat on there that Yeah, you don't want to encourage people to go into in debt, the
0: but there are just to know the options that are out there.
1: Yeah, if you can't afford to have enough, you know, a robust enough emergency fund and savings, it may be the only option you have, and it may be what keeps your family in your house or you being able to get to work. If that's the case, that's one thing, but for other reasons, not such a great idea.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I know that, you know, a lot of people are concerned overall uh, about what's going on, you know, what's going to happen to the markets this year, what's going on financially and where they should be. So having a plan uh, is good.
1: Yeah. We don't have control of what the market's going to do today, tomorrow, Mm -hmm. next year. What we have control over is our personal behavior. Yeah. Our mentality. And I'd love to say, don't ever get worried about the future. Uh, you know, be a robot. Um, but we're not. We're human. We have, we're gonna have emotional reactions to things. But that's why having something like a plan in place that shows you what's gonna happen when the market goes up and down, that's tested out to make sure that it's gonna survive markets going up and down is an, a very important tool to have. In that toolbox, it should be the toolbox that everything else goes in, right? Yeah, I, I shouldn't say it's an important tool for the toolbox. It is the toolbox. Everything else is the tools. Your plan, that being your toolbox, you know, listen, I've got all the tools in here that I need. While I may be uncomfortable using this power saw right now, let's call that your emergency <laughs> fund, right? I know that if I have to use it, it's going to get me through this downtime. I know maybe you know, uncomfortable using this other thing, um, but- I know it's there, and I know I have someone that's going to help me through it and ma- help me make the right decisions. The plan should be the thing that keeps you on track. The market is going to go up and down, and we talked about it already. Listen, you n- no news station can possibly get enough people to pay all their newspaper- the people's bills now if they're not scaring you into watching the show every day.
0: <laughs> right, and I think that's, that's a good message. It's been a great show, but we're out of time, Matt. Let our listeners know one more time how
1: they can get a hold of you. Sure. You can give us a call 800-339-9252, or you can visit us online at compass-ltd.com.
0: All right. Sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of The Financial Compass with our host, Matt Brunner. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800 339 9252